It's that time again. Are conservatives taking the 2020 election for granted and only considering the presidential election and not the House-Senate races? Have the distractions distracted conservative voters from the main focus? And has the shift in the GOP party become a distraction all of its own? Today, I will discuss the chaos that has ensued since the 2016 election, the effects that I've seen it have, and what it could be costing conservative voters in the 2020 election. So take a seat, grab a drink, get comfy, and I will be right back to talk about Distracted by Distractions and at what cost. So now that you've had an opportunity to get comfortable and grab your drink, I want to take a moment to say, I'm sorry. This episode was supposed to be about gender pronouns and transgender athletes. I mentioned so in my last episode. Unfortunately, I was under the weather a couple of days this last week and unable to complete my research. I promised you, my listeners, that when I do a topic, I would never do an episode that I couldn't present you facts. So bear with me, I will complete that research and I will get that episode done. I'm also going to be putting out trailers in between each episode to give you, the listener, an idea of what the upcoming episode will be about. So keep your ears open for that. For now, give me just a moment and we'll start right back. Are conservatives getting too complacent And are we getting distracted by the distractions? Are we willing to accept what risk and cost that may have to us regarding the 2020 election? Since 2016 and Donald J. Trump's election as President of the United States and his inauguration, we have had a multitude of chaos, confusion, distraction, and just really not being focused on all the things that we should be regarding 2020. We should be ever looking forward. We've had the Women's March, impeachment talk within four days of the election by our media, Senate, House, FBI, and Robert Mueller, Russia investigations. We've had recusals by Jeff Sessions. We've had firings of Comey and McCabe. Kavanaugh hearings. Lindsey Graham even became a distraction for his big defending moment of Kavanaugh during those hearings and Cory Booker with his Spartacus moment. We've got the IG Horowitz investigation into the FISA court and the FISA warrants that occurred during the campaign which allowed spying or listening in or investigating campaign members and the campaign of Donald J. Trump. We have another investigation that a lot of people have forgotten about. John Hubner, the state attorney out of Utah that's investigating Hillary and her Clinton Foundation. The last update on him was in May of this year where it was almost complete. We now have the confusion and the chaos and the distraction where the IG report is completed going through the final redaction period and that only one report will be released to Congress and the American people. 
There'll be no separate report for Congress. It's all going to be the same. So we all get to see exactly the same thing. But this has become a big distraction. It's all that people are talking about. As well as once Jeff Sessions was fired from his position in the DOJ as leader and AG, Barr was appointed, who in turn, after the Mueller report and Mueller testimony, appointed John Durham, the U.S. attorney out of, uh, I believe it's Connecticut, to investigate the origins of the Russia fiasco, how it got started, why the four Pfizer warrants even were meant to come about. Was there any nefarious doings? Being able to go and talk to foreign countries to see if any of the evidence that they found so far is true. It's now a criminal investigation, which has created huge distraction for conservatives. Because all I have seen and all I hear, especially on social media, from supporters, is how someone has to go to jail. We have the impeachment inquiry, which is all behind closed doors and secret. But we talked about this in the last episode. The Democrats have control of the House, and they can pretty much do these investigations any way they want. We have Congress members now being coming out, finding out that they went to Ukraine or they sent letters to Ukraine, such as Menendez, Leahy, Durbin, asking them to provide dirt on Donald Trump. We have Adam Schiff now also making up transcripts and claiming that it's parody during a serious hearing. And let me take a moment here to say, I'm pretty sure our politicians are not listening to my podcast at this time. But let me just say, if you are the head of the Intelligence Committee and over a specific testimony. It may not be against any rules or illegal, but it is completely improper to make a mockery of something so serious that can lead to impeachment. We have now one of the biggest distractions as well. Tulsi Gabbard and Hillary Clinton fighting between themselves, and I see a lot of new conservatives, especially in independents, and even long-term conservatives, suddenly flocking toward Tulsi Gabbard. People, Tulsi Gabbard does not hold conservative values. She has not voted for anything that you as a conservative would approve of. Look at her voting record. You can go and see a list of people that hold positions in our Senate or our Congress and see exactly how they voted on something. In the 2016 election, Tulsi Gabbard originally endorsed Bernie Sanders. That's right. The Democratic Socialist that you all dislike. She endorsed him. She also later endorsed Hillary Clinton. She is for second term abortion. She is for Medicare for all. She is for gun rights limitations and revamping of the Second Amendment. 
and so much more that you as a conservative don't believe in. So do not be fooled by the hype. Quit getting distracted. And even as recently as the last couple of days, where Donald J. Trump received an award for his work on the First Step Act. We're allowing ourselves to be completely distracted at all angles and points. We're even distracting ourselves on social media. You've got your MAGA supporters and you've got your true conservatives and your independents who lean conservative. And all of a sudden, you've got each one telling each other how to think, what to say, what's right, what's wrong. We're distracting ourselves. We're falling into the trap and it could definitely cost us. I, for example, saw what I call, there's, there's MAGA supporters, which is to me, a bunch of people that have come from different sects, from independents who were Democrats and became now, you know, come out conservative. You've got your true conservatives that have kind of grown away from the old style GOP party. And then you've got your um, straight up what I call MAGA cultists. And some of you listening might get upset by what I'm about to say, but hey, it's okay. You have that right and I respect that. You, you're free to not like something that I say. But I call them MAGA cultists because they get upset anytime someone disagrees with something the, the president says or they say something that maybe doesn't coincide with what Trump has said or they're not focused where you, the MAGA cultists, want them to be associated and focused. Um, that's bad. They're also going after those that have recently stated that they're going to vote conservative that, you know, you have a lot of, um, I've actually been able to interact a lot with the minority group that have decided to come out, so to speak, as conservative. They no longer fall in line with the democratic ideals and values and thoughts and what they want. And they're also not very far right leaning, um, they, they kind of hit the middle and they're just what they call themselves free thinkers. They don't want to claim to be Republican or Democrat. So they're more of like an independent style voter, but they lean mostly conservative and the MAGA cultists are attacking them because they don't agree with everything the president does, or they don't agree with every old style conservative, true conservative view. And this is a problem. We can't condemn liberals for claiming to be diverse and then not accepting diversity of thought or that feminists are, are like for women but not for women because they don't support conservative women. And then we turn around and the MAGA cultists are attacking those that are actually saying they're going to vote for Donald Trump. But then you turn them off and turn them away because they don't fall in line. We as conservatives have to be open more to diversity of thought. Allow those center, what some, some people call mo moder uh, moderate centrist 
They don't lean far left and they don't lean far right. They're just kind of in the middle. They have conservative views and they have moderate views. You have to be open to accepting those voters or we're going to drive off those that could help us win the election. So there's a lot of distractions going on and we get so caught up in them. The Democrats are really good at causing distractions that distract conservatives because conservatives right now, and I don't even want to say conservatives, I just want to say Donald Trump supporters, all they want to do is defend Donald Trump. And it's just crazy. You can't just spend all of your time focusing on that because it's going to cost us. And I don't want to see all the freedoms that we hold dear. And I'm not even going to say all of them, but freedoms like the Second Amendment and speech and thought and, and you know, religious beliefs. I don't want to see that disappear because you ran off someone that actually agreed with you on most things, but just not on everything. So quit getting distracted. In a moment, I'm going to explain what all these distractions can cost us. So I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back. So at what cost and what risk are we willing to take getting so caught up in the distractions when it comes to the 2020 election? Are we forgetting that aside from the presidential election, that there's also Senate races and House races. While we're so caught up in the distractions, we're forgetting about our ground game. We're not out there talking about people registering to vote, trying to see if they know how to vote, if they are registered to vote, helping them to register to vote. We're not talking to them about the issues such as health care, our economy, how jobs have improved, how unemployment is lower for the black community, the Hispanics, for women, wage growth, albeit however small, medium, or large it may be, we're not talking about it. More criminal justice reform, because there's only been the first step. We haven't talked about urban housing development and the strides that are being made there. Or how socialism is creeping, not slowly, but ever so quickly, into everything that we are. It could affect our free speech. Look at college campuses and how people of difference of thought are being shut down. We are risking so much being so distracted and, and so sidelined that we're going to cost ourselves more than what we ever anticipated. Now, a lot of people will say 2020 landslide President Trump, but don't take that for granted. We did that in the midterm elections. We assumed that everyone would ride President Trump's coattails, so we didn't get out and vote. And let me tell you, the Democrats and even the socialists and anyone who is a never-Trumper is absolutely motivated to get out and vote in that presidential election in 2020. So if you are a conservative and you are not registered to vote, now is the time to start recruiting others and get yourself and them registered and to show up at the polls in November next year and vote if President Trump is who you want. Now, if you don't want Trump, vote for whoever you want. But now is the time to move toward that.
In 2020, the Republicans will enter with 53 seats held in the Senate and Democrats 47 seats. Independents currently hold two seats in the, in the Senate. There will be 35 in total up for re-election in 2020, plus two special elections in Georgia and Arizona. 23 of the 35 seats up for the taking is Republican seats. Democrats need three to four seats only if they hold what they have to gain control of the Senate. There are so many things on the line in 2020, not just the presidential election. In 2014, Republicans only picked up nine seats. And they have more seats than that to defend in 2020. All of this data can be found at Ballotpedia.org. In 2020, all 435 U.S. House of Representative seats are up for election. 197 is the current Republican total House Representatives. 234 Democrat seats, one independent, and three vacancies. Those three vacancies were two Republicans, one from Wisconsin and one from New York. It was um, Duffy and Collins. They resigned in September. And then Elijah Cummins, who recently, who recently passed out of Maryland and was a Democrat. Other than that, it is a fight for control. Control of both houses and the presidency. Quit taking things for granted. The reason why they think per pressgallery.house.gov that the Democrats took control in 2016 and that the Republicans have a chance if they get out and vote in 2020 is because in 2016, the suburbs were split between Trump and Clinton voters. So at the moment, Clinton isn't even in the picture. And if you get away from all the distractions of Tulsi Gabbard and Joe Biden and the impeachment and all the reports getting ready to come out, and I am in no way saying do not pay attention to those and when they come out, my advice is absolutely read them. There will be a link to the government website, and that is where I suggest you read it. Don't go to the news media and expect them to give you their opinion. I see all the time, and the most frustrating thing is seeing either a liberal or a conservative outlet saying, if you don't want to read the report, here, I'll tell you what it says. Well, don't go by that. Judge for yourself. Read it. It's usually very plain terms, nothing complicated, just very long, drawn out, and takes time to read. So all of these distractions, are we really willing to let them cost us? Not only possibly the presidency, because we're so overconfident that Trump is going to win. Never take it for granted. Never and never turn away those who, whilst you may not agree with everything they're saying, 
still are willing to vote for Trump over a socialistic platform. And there are a lot of them. Don't let the media fool you. Trust me. I, and, and I have a gentleman that I'm going to be actually doing a co-episode with at one time further down the line, several episodes out. Um, and he actually is a conservative who was a Democrat. And he's no longer in, in with the ideals and beliefs that they hold, that they want to implement in our country. And he sees them differently than they used to see them. And a lot of the reason why he used to vote the way that he did is because of the fact that that's how his family always voted. And I can relate to that. I used to ask all the time, why did my great-grandparents always vote Democrat? Well, come to find out, it's because that's just how they voted. That's how their parents voted. That's how their parents voted. And so forth and so forth. And so at some point, we can all cut the cord. You don't have to vote conservative just because everyone in your family always has and that's how you were raised. And you don't have to vote Democrat because that's always how you were taught and raised. You vote the way your research leads you to vote based on your beliefs, your ideals, your wants, and your necessity for living in this country. And you vote with the respect of knowing that you might lose. And honestly, there's always a chance, my conservative family, friends, listeners, that we could lose. We could lose the presidential election. We could lose the House election. And we could lose the Senate election. And that would not be good. We could win one of all three, two of all three, but still it wouldn't be good. So be focused, get back out there. And if you don't like someone, for, for, for the last thing I want to say, if you think someone's a rhino and you don't like them, don't threaten to vote them out just because they're not doing what you want them to do when it comes to Donald Trump. Maybe they don't agree with his Syria uh, policy. Maybe the, you don't like how they're handling the impeachment because they're not being loud and bold and obnoxious enough for you. But if you don't like them and you call them a rhino, quote unquote, because they lean too far left for you, then don't wait till it's time like this to vote them out. If there's a more viable candidate that holds your ideals and concerns and values, vote for them. Get the rhinos out before it gets to this. Otherwise, when election time comes around, they may be the only ones left on the ballot. And you have to ask yourself, do you not vote? Do you vote a Democrat just to get the rhino out? And do you risk changing our country inevitably for a very long and enduring time? So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I most certainly did. And I also hope that maybe you were able to do a little bit of reflecting to see if you're one of the ones that might have been getting caught up in the distractions. I know I've been guilty at times. But join me in getting focused, in getting our ground game going. Talk to your friends and family, strangers, about whether or not they're registered to vote. Help them get registered if they're not inform them on the issues that are at hand. 
Let's talk about the important things. Donald J. Trump, former businessman and now President of the United States, can certainly take care of himself. And he has a lot of defenders. He needs us to do all that we can to ensure that 2020 is our year for the House, the Senate, and the presidency. It's all possible if we just all focus and do our part. For now, if you have any suggestions, ideas, or thoughts, feel free to leave me a voicemail on my website, anchor.fm backslash point of view, or you can send me an email to Stacy POV podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Stacy with an E POV podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to speaking with you again in a few days, but keep your eye open for Tuesday. I'm going to give you a preview of what's to come. For now, have a blessed night. God bless you. God bless this country and talk to you soon.